Welcome to Compline with Renewal Ministries Northwest. German theologian and writer Dietrich Bonhoeffer called the Psalms the Bible's prayer book. When we don't know how to pray, the Psalms can often be our guide. Psalms cover all manner of feelings from our human experiences. They contain our anger, our pain, our joy, our present, and our future. They teach us to bring our feelings and our whole self to God, because He will honor them. As we settle in tonight, take a few deep breaths and think back over your day. Take an inventory of what has happened, both the good and the bad. Where have you seen God in the hard times? Where have you seen God in the good times? As we join him now in this space, let us pray together. Dear God, may you quiet our hearts and minds tonight to listen to you. Make still the waves of our soul that we may find our anchor in you. Amen. Spend some time now with God.
we'd like to light a Christ candle. You may light a candle too, if you have one close by. Christians meditate on the light as a reminder of Christ's presence in us and among us. As you ponder this light, may it fill you with the wisdom and power of the Spirit. Loving God, we pause from our hurried lives to bow in consent to your holy will. Forgive us for our willful and unwillful sins. Give us the grace of spiritual consolation through Christ. Accept our gratitude for your forgiving grace. Fill us with your divine presence. Amen. Core to many covenantal stories and psalms, 
is the retelling of God's faithful care for his people. That is exactly the command Jesus gives at the end of this gospel story tonight. Hear the word of the Lord. So they arrived at the other side of the lake, in the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came out from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the burial caves and could no longer be restrained, even with a chain. Whenever he was put into chains and shackles, as he often was, he snapped the chains from his wrists and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Day and night, he wandered among the burial caves and in the hills, howling and cutting himself with sharp stones. When Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him, ran to meet him, and bowed low before him. With a shriek, he screamed, Why are you interfering with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? In the name of God, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus has already said to the spirit, Come out of that man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus demanded, What is your name? And he replied, My name is Legion, because there are many of us inside of this man. Then the evil spirits begged him again and again not to send them to some distant place. There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. Send us into those pigs, the spirits begged. Let us enter them. So Jesus gave them permission. The evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs. The entire herd of about 2,000 pigs plunged down the steep hillside and into the lake and drowned in the water. The herdsmen fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what had happened. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus and they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons. He was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane, and they were all afraid. Then those who had seen what happened told the others about the demon-possessed man and the pigs, and the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. But Jesus said, No, go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. So the man started off to visit the ten towns of that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them. The Word of the Lord.
I'm going to lead us in a prayer by Dmitri of Rostov. He was a monk of the 17th century and known for his deep devotion to prayer. Let us pray. Come, my light, and illumine my darkness. Come, my life, and revive me from death. Come, my physician, and heal my wounds. Come, flame of divine love, and burn up the thorns of my sins, kindling my heart with the flame of thy love. Come, my King, sit upon the throne of my heart and reign there. For you alone are my King and my Lord. Amen. As you hear this prayer again, which words resonate as the prayer of your heart? Come, my light, and illumine my darkness. Come, my life, and revive me from death. Come, my physician, and heal my wounds. Come, flame of divine love, and burn up the thorns of my sins, kindling my heart with the flame of thy love. Come, my King, sit upon the throne of my heart and reign there. For you alone are my King and my Lord. Amen. In Psalm 80, God's people are suffering. Their enemies are on the advance, and God has turned away from them. Though we rarely face enemy armies, we do certainly experience times when God feels distant and life feels spiraling out of control. I will read this psalm in parts. As you listen, pay attention for a word or phrase or image that comes into your mind. Pay attention also to how you feel hearing this ancient prayer. Please listen, O Shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph's descendants like a flock. O God, 
enthroned above the cherubim, display your radiant glory to Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Show us your mighty power. Come to rescue us. Turn us again to yourself, O God. Make your face shine down upon us. Only then will we be saved. O Lord of heaven's armies, how long will you be angry with our prayers? You have fed us with sorrow and made us drink tears by the bucketful. You have made us the scorn of neighboring nations. Our enemies treat us as a joke. God's people are separated from him to the point where they are left with nothing but sorrow and tears. Is there a time you felt distant from God? The psalmist knows what that feels like. Perhaps you, ever, you haven't ever felt distant, but you have experienced hardship and pain that felt like more than you can bear. The psalmist knows that feeling as well. As the psalm continues, the tone shifts from the suffering we experience to the faithful action of God. Turn us again to yourself, O God of heaven's armies. May your face shine down upon us. Only then will we be saved. You brought us from Egypt like a grapevine. You drove away the pagan nations and transplanted us into your land. You cleared the ground for us, and we took root and filled the land. Our shade covered the mountains, our branches covered the mighty cedars. We spread our branches west to the Mediterranean Sea. Our shoots spread east to the Euphrates River. But now, why have you broken down our walls so that all who pass by may steal our fruit? The wild boar from the forest devours it and the wild animals feed on it. Come back, we beg you, O God of heaven's armies. Look down from heaven and see our plight. Take care of this grapevine that you yourself have planted, this son you have raised for yourself. For we are chopped up and burned out by our enemies. May they perish at the sight of your frown. Strengthen the man you love, the son of your choice. Then we will never abandon you again. Revive us so we can call on your name once more. With boldness, the psalmist calls to God to hold up his end of the covenant by reminding God of all the good he has done for his people. 
Can you recall times you have seen God's faithfulness in your life? The psalmist concludes, Turn us again to yourself, O Lord, God of heaven's armies. Make your face shine down upon us. Only then will we be saved. The Word of the Lord. What do you want to ask of God this evening? How can God once again show up for you? Take some time now to be with him in prayer. In the Lord's Prayer, we are assured of God's desire to hear our prayers. These words of Christ given to the disciples are still good for us today. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hear now our prayers of petition. In peace we pray to you, Lord God. For all people in their daily life and work, for our families, friends, and neighbors, and for those who are alone. For the just and proper use of your creation. For the victims of hunger, fear, injustice, and oppression. For all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble. For those who minister to the sick, the friendless, and the needy. For the peace and unity of the Church of God. For all who proclaim the gospel and all who seek truth. For the special needs and concerns of those in our community. Hear us, Lord, for your mercy is great. Amen. The Sending Brothers and sisters, may you know more every day how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ for you. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. The Closing Let us go forth into the night, rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Thanks be to God. Amen. The Lord himself gives us his peace at all times and for every situation. Let us take in his peace and live freely and lightly. Amen. Unto him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine through the Holy Spirit, Glory be to you, Lord Jesus Christ, now and always. Amen. Music will continue for a time. You are welcome to remain with us. May God bless you with restful sleep.